0: If you come within six feet, it's mask on, mask on, mask on, mask on. But if you got antibodies, it's pants off, pants off, pants off, pants off. Do you have the antibodies? Do you want to be with me? Do you have the antibodies? Because if you don't, you better stay away.
1: All right, the podcast for the people, brought to you by those that bring it to the people. Another edition of Rinky Dinking. Uh, Bubble Boy is on board. So is Social Distance Scribe. And, of course, myself, the isolation analyst, uh, Daryl Razor Ray. Uh, Good to be with you all again this week. And we almost had to do it ourselves, Tootsie. We almost had a Mike Heika unfit to podcast. (laughs) But he has shaken the shingles enough to come on with us. Is that correct, Mike?
0: That is correct. Uh, Spade and neuter your pets and uh, go get your shingles vaccine because uh, it's not fun.
1: Hashtag
0: Uh, warrior. (laughs) Are those things related? (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was trying to be funny. You know, the end of the price is right spade and neuter your pets.
1: Jeff, coach. If they are related, make sure you get them straight somehow, though, because you don't you don't want to be getting neutered because you have shingles. True. Okay? True. If you find that doctor, you go to a different. You get a second opinion is what you do. Uh, anyway, Mike, I I got shingle shots.
0: It's two shots. Did you know that? Yeah, my wife got them, and she was, a few months. She's few looking months. at me right now, going like, you know, uh, you had that option. I think I gave you that option. I'm I like, know. Yeah, shingles can't touch me.
1: I got my second shot in a parking lot just off of 75. I hope it I hope it takes. <laughs> I'm, not li- I'm not lying either. Anyway. All right. The series is all knotted at two games apiece, stars and the Calgary Flames. So good time for a little uh, take of what is your mid-series takeaway?
0: Do you want me to answer that?
1: Well, that's how this works.
0: Okay. <laughs> Is it the shingles I'm a little, in or yeah, going I'm a on? little loopy here? Uh, I think the stars are looking good, other than the fact that they just make really stupid plays. I shouldn't say stupid. Uh, yes. Oh, they're just, yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, they're really dominating play for long stretches. Uh, you know what's funny? If you look down and they're scoring five goals in these wins, and they could be getting more. Uh, they're just missing chances all over the place. They're, I don't know. They look like the team that should win this series. Now, we yeah. all know that may not happen. Uh, that's hockey. Um, but I'm, I'm really impressed with where they are right now from where they were at the beginning of uh, playoff play because uh, they, they, they look like they finally engaged.
1: The Stars are better. They're better than that Flames team. I said it at the outset. I picked them in five, it'll be six now. Uh, one of these games is going to be a, a smoke show, too, I think. Because, I, I mean, it's just absolute domination the last two games. When you have that volume and differential in shot attempts, like it's not even close. And when you watch the game, the, the Flames' defense, their lack of mobility versus what the Stars D have it is striking as we move to game five here now. Yeah. Now they play a different way and, and there's some value in, in individuals on, on their defense too, but they're content to go back in what we call eat the pot. They don't actually start gnawing down on it, but they they'll, they don't try to do anything. They they just keep it and then wait for some support. And it's just allowing the stars to maul them. Like they mauled them yesterday and they, they mauled them in, in game uh, three and, the forecheck of the Calgary Flames, which I was worried, especially in game two, uh, just sitting there going, man, oh, man, they're, they're going to kill a couple of these D-men of the stars. Like They, they were marking John Klingberg and, and Miro Haskin for severe uh, disruption back there. And yet it, it doesn't seem to be having any effect. And Klingberg, Here we are, game four, and Klingberg's with three points and instrumental in the game winner. So they, they've taken their best
0: shots. And moved on. Yeah, and a couple of 30-minute games, too, right?
1: Right. Yeah. I'm playing. I mean, it's not, yes, of course. And and that's the, the thing, too. You can say what you want about this guy needs to play more and that guy needs to play less or whatever. The Stars roll four lines, and they believe in it. They believe in it internally. They believe in it externally. And in a series like this, uh, as soon as they lost Kachuk especially – but even before that, the the Flames are a three line team. They they can't go four deep. They haven't played that that fourth line all that much, no matter what it's it's concocted as. So series goes deep, it it, it pays off to the club that's using more people more often. The Stars' power play, however, <laughs> is a concern. It, it is equal opportunity in in the playoffs, and that that's troubling. So. I, I think it's like everything. It it's it's had its moments, it looks good, it's scored, you know, a few power play goals, but man oh man, it it's they've they've got no match for the speed and it's not even over aggressiveness from the Flames penalty kill. Uh they're they're just they're just bobbling pucks and, and getting scored on. So uh that's my take on the whole. Thing. Yeah, those are the
0: stupid plays I was talking about. Those are the ones? Yeah, yeah. that's it
1: you got to remember, like two years ago, the Flames scored 18 shorthanded goals. Yeah. 18. And uh, I think Giordano and Jankowski, who hasn't played the last couple of games, were the guys that were, were leading that. It's Tobias Reeder that is uh, the machine for them this year. So, so with, okay, it's 2-2. It shouldn't be, but it is. It's 2-2. And it's a series. you got to win... Gonna win two or three now. That's how the math breaks down. See how quickly I did that.
0: <laughs> so Anal- analytics.
1: What, what, yeah, Mike. What are these fl- flames? What, what really are they? When you look at them, they're what?
0: Um, that's a really good question. Um, I I haven't studied them intently enough. Um, are you
1: are you like Bones? Wants the stars to be. You want to focus on us.
0: You're not I do. I do them? watch players and and focus on them in, in, you know, in a game. Um, But there's some really good pieces and parts in there. And and if I'm a Flames fan, I'm saying the same thing. If Gaudreau and Monaghan would just step up for a game or two, like we could win this. Uh, They, they, you know, scored their winning goal with under a minute left. They scored their tying goal with under a minute left. Like we should have won those games. And, And, you know, where's our superstars? And so I I do look at that, Um, and then I look at Dubay has just, you know, stunned me. I think he's fantastic. Reader's been great. Uh, Milan Lucic, uh, watching him in Edmonton, he was just a lost soul. Um, And he said that Jeff Ward basically, you know, has, you know, tailored the lineup to make him an important part, and that really helps. Uh, So I do like that. Um, I'm with you on Cam Talbot. He's just, he's fine. He's Thomas Salo. Yeah, he's just good enough
1: to lose. He's going to be just good enough to lose.
0: And, you know, so, and then their group of defensemen is good, but, again, the the league is moving forward to a faster pace of game, and, and, you know, you need a faster pace of defenseman, or at least a defenseman who who wants to move puck and can make that pass and and, uh, get things out of your end.
1: Yeah, Giordano is a year removed from – winning the Norris and he looks 10 years removed from winning the Norris at times. And he gives them that old grizzled veteran, you know, I know where to stand. I understand the game. I can play some angles, but he can't keep up at times. And it's, it's evident. They they don't have anybody even remotely close to Miro Haskinen. I I guess Noah Hannafin would be their, their kind of closest, maybe kind of, but no, uh, the the stars have that they they do have very good special teams. Let's give them that. Oh yeah, holy moly! Anytime you can be basically net zero with your penalty kill, and have a power play that
0: uh, is is fear, like it's fearsome, yeah. even without Kachuk. And, and the stars they weren't great this year, but they were they were like ninety two percent in the playoffs last year. They they typically have a really good penalty kill, and they're yeah. just getting shredded.
1: They are. I, I mean, some some guys haven't played. I don't think to their full potential, and uh, and it's affected them a little bit. And part of it's goaltending too. Like y- yeah. you do, you, you do need that that radiant performance in behind, and uh, it hasn't always been there. Not not saying in this series so much. Uh, maybe a little bit, but even late in the regular season, it, you know, it was part of the problem too. Uh, the, the Flames are pretty shallow, though. They they have that propensity to eat the puck and then kind of Greco-Roman wrestle it out of their own zone. Uh, and they miss, they miss Kachuk. Like, I was thinking this when I was driving home yesterday. Games one and two, whatever you want to say about them and how you felt, who was better, or which team had the advantage. I thought game one was fairly even. I thought game two was was fairly even. The Stars were probably... Uh, a bit better in it, but I mean that was a that was a banging uh, medieval old school Stanley Cup playoff game. And when Jamie Ben almost gelded uh, Kachuk, and then he gets knocked out of it uh, with the the hit to the head, like, like clacking heads, I think with the big rig. And so then he leaves their lineup, and they haven't even been close to the Stars since. They have in in score which is a near miracle, but in actual play and, and uh, territorial advantage and that kind of thing, it hasn't been close. So he – young guy, and I, I, I think he's one of those individuals that just drags others into it and, and can change a game, even when he's not producing offensively in that. It just changes, and more more guys play probably their game better when he's in the lineup than than when he's out. So I, I think that's a pretty significant omission as this series has gone on.
0: Yeah, I think you look at a guy like Corey Perry and him seeing in the you know, right off the bat that, hey, I need to I need to go after this guy. And and then that, like you said, that makes everybody on the flames hate Corey Perry. And it just creates an emotion level that, you know, when he's not there, that emotion level's not there because, you know, nobody's there to, to you know, face face face. Watch the stars. It's the shingles. It's the <laughs> shingles. It's going to my head. Uh, to, you know, just you know, just to get in their face and just to stir things up and just to make the stars mad. Um, yeah. Which you know, one can be upsetting to the stars and make them play worse, and two can you know get your teammates uh, on board on your back. Um, you know, because I've seen a couple of benches. Uh. Uh, at times when you know scrums have started and and they they look like they're ready to come over the board sometimes, um, you know there is emotion. Without the crowd, they know it's a playoffs and and they you know they want to back up their teammate. And if nobody's really stirring the pot, then you know you don't get that feeling of I need to back up my teammate. The
1: uh, the guy that um, you mentioned that top line for them that although Johnny Gaudreau seems to be getting better as this series moves along, he was. He was pretty good yesterday uh, and finally hit the scoreboard. The uh man, Sean Monahan's he he has not been good and he has not produced Jack and neither has that Lindholm and and he's their best he he is their best all around player, Elias Lindholm. Yes. Yeah. He was their top goal scorer and he he's a hard working blue collar star on their team. And if you want to, like, the Stars would be down three games to one right now if he hadn't made such a panic play with the puck with, like, 20 seconds to go. He grabs the puck off to the left-hand side of of their net, and then he takes a slap shot off the end boards in behind the net. It goes around to the left point. Miro Haskins is just waiting there. there's no problem whatsoever to keep it in. Like, if he takes that puck and does what all their defensemen do, just goes into the corner with it and eats it. I, I, th- I think it's a 3-1 series right now, and it, it's big-time trouble and, and tests for the Dallas Stars against them the rest of the way. I, I just I didn't un- understand that at all. Thrilled about it, and then 12 seconds ago, Joe Pavelski caps off the hattie, as the kids call it, <laughs> and, and it, it's all done. So, anyway, we'll we'll see. I know their coach wasn't... Too tickled with seven power plays for the stars in that one, and there were some avoidable, like just I, reckless, avoidable penalties.
0: I agree with that, but we've talked about the construct of you know puck possession and all of that, and uh, what the good teams do. And if you have the puck in the offensive zone for two thirds of the game, you're gonna get penalty calls, and it just happens. I agreed, but the
1: the penalties they were they took in the game, though a few of them were had nothing to do with that. It it was just like that penalty that, that uh, Sam Bennett took uh, at the end of the period was, was just moronic.
0: Yeah, that was stupid. It was was, was just, yeah.
1: Well, that's early in the game. This is right at the end of a period with everything that was going on. Like it was, that was one of the dumber penalties I've seen taken in the playoffs. Like usually there's some form of, of, uh, of discipline that, that, seeps in, and he was having a good day. He didn't look very good on the game-winner, too. I think he was right next to Radulov and lost his check when he tipped at home, so yeah. I'm pointing fingers. That's what I do. I blame Storm. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to throw praise around. I'm just going to blame people.
0: All right. thing.
1: Uh, how about elsewhere in the playoffs? You watched uh, Tosi. He's all split between the NBA and the NHL now. He doesn't know what to do. He's like a <laughs> He's like a mother with twins. And he's I, I, told you, went, best time of the year right now when these overlap. Yeah. Awesome. Good thing you have two nipples. That's all I can say. <laughs> so, uh, have you, when you're up there though, uh, Jeffrey, are you, are you, with your free time and there's plenty of it, I would think, are, are you watching other games? Are guys watching all the other games? What's going on? Yeah, it's always on. It's. Uh, I don't think guys are. I think during the round robin, guys were going to watch other teams play and seeing it in person from the team suite, but now uh it's just always on in the team lounge. There's a great T V setup. Um guys are usually watching one of the hockey games, some basketball beyond, sometimes golf and then video games. So definitely a multi screen setup up here, but there's always hockey on. Have they named the lounge? Does it have a moniker? It doesn't. No, nothing yet. Is nobody creative up there? Maybe that's like a second-round designation. Oh, okay. (laughs) It it needs time. Yeah.
0: Do you get get to hang in the lounge, Toad?
1: I have been. I've been uh, honing my ping-pong skills a bit. Still still rusty, but I'm getting there. All-access, JT. Uh, So, Mike, you're watching other games, yes? Yes. Although you're all about us. You're the Mr. Us. (laughs) Uh, So... Tampa, I've, I've watched Tampa. Uh, I like them. Uh, to, to me, that series with Columbus reminds me of, of the series against the Canucks for the Stars back in '07. Remember that one? The long, how long did that overtime go in that one?
0: Forever, oh, right? Yeah.
1: And uh, it just that—that's what that series reminds me of a little yeah. bit. That was—I mentioned that yesterday on the show. That was a series where Marty had three shutouts and lost.
0: Yep. It's amazing. It's
1: impossible. No, it's not. We we witnessed it. That's right. Uh, and not to be all goalie-centric, but I get that way from time to time, and it is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Goalies are important. Carter Hart against his idol and the Flyers and Montreal Canadiens, pretty good stuff. Uh, watching Jordan Bennington get a little bit humbled, although I wonder whether he is at all. Uh, he didn't play last <laughs> night, and he's been leaky as a teabag. Trotts taking down these his old caps is is pretty delicious out there in the east. The Abs are up 3 nothing in the in the second period as I I do this right now and it's basically Darcy Camper against the Avalanche. <laughs> like it is just an onslaught. They there's no answer from from Arizona. They don't they don't have enough. Uh but you know, Camper's making it a game from time to time. And then that big news that dropped on the weekend in Boston with Tuka Rask uh, leaving the bubble, uh, those, those are sort of my – well, I guess that and, and Rod Brindamore going off on the league, which has been fun.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Honest and truly, that's what the, what's been the most fun is all the stories. Um, and you look at, at you know Columbus and Tampa Bay, and, and there's history there, and there's real emotion. Um, so that, I mean, it just makes the game so much better. And then uh, obviously uh, uh, Carter Hart and Carey Price, same thing. Philly, I, I'm shocked. I, you know, I don't watch the East as much as you do, but I had no idea they were this good. Um, and, oh, and yes. Very well. Yeah. I mean,
1: Elaine Vigneault is a, a terrific coach, and, and they're start starting to get it. They finally got a goaltender, right? Uh, they've been trying to figure that out it, ever, ever since. Ron Hextall, and before that, Pelly Lindbergh, and before that, Bernie Perrant. So they're, they're getting that straightened around. But the uh, And then our old boy, my buddy, Kirk Muller, having to step in on Montreal's bench for Claude Julien, uh, yep. who had heart surgery and is back in Montreal. And there's stuff going on in the bubble. And you're right. They're, they're, when you When you take – I think there's so much hockey on that at times you get blurred. As far as the the stories, because it's just bang, it's one after another, and they talk talk talk, game game game, and no fans and no breaks and that. But if you stop and you write down some of the stuff that's going on, it is fascinating, fascinating.
0: Yeah, and in the West, uh, you know, I know uh, there's a lot of concentration on the good teams like Vegas and Colorado, but I'm 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 wondering what's going to happen in Arizona after the whole Cheka incident, and then if they just get drummed out of this. <clears throat> You know how do how do they go back and re, you know reload, and it's it's just really interesting to see where teams are at as a franchise. How do you build a franchise? You know what what does a GM want? You know what kind of players can really dominate? Uh, I wonder
1: I, I I wondered about that too, Mike. Like I wonder how much the GMs are going to look at whatever is successful in this bubble, and either just discard it as an aberration and a one off or really look at it and think to themselves, oh, we got to be more like that, or we, we need to be more of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because it's it's such an oddity, and and it's a copycat league. Yep. It always has been.
0: Like, you look at Edmonton, and you think, well, that's the way you're going to build things, right? That's a team that's going to take the next step and the next step, and they're going to be great. And then you look at Vancouver, and, I mean, two years ago, I thought they were a disaster. And now you look at and you are like, that's a pretty good organization. Well, uh, is it? Is it or is it? I don't it? know. <laughs> I know. I it I looks agree. a whole lot forward, a whole lot ahead of Edmonton right now to me.
1: You know, they uh, some of these teams win a qualifying round, and all of a sudden they're absolute geniuses, and, and you are like, hold it here now. You wouldn't have even been in the playoffs, right? <laughs> like, so it, it, there is. I think people they're not going to have the opportunity to do it. But people probably need to step back and kind of take inventory of what went on when when this thing is done. But there there isn't gonna be any time. I mean the off season is just gonna be chaotic. Yeah. Whatever however long it is and nobody knows what that is gonna be and and the work that has to get done and a different cap situation and then prepare for a season not knowing when it's gonna start really and, and what it's gonna look like when it starts and how it's gonna unfold. Like there's a lot of stuff up in there.
0: The bonus always says, those 69 games don't matter, Razor. He might be right. He might (laughs) might not even look back at the regular season. Eh, That doesn't even matter. (laughs) Uh,
1: I know. It's all about the bubble right now, baby. Uh, I do have one complaint. The complaint department is open now, too. We're going to open it up uh, here in uh, this week's Rinky Dinking. So just think to yourselves. I want one complaint from each of you, if I could, please. Because a lot of positivity but let's be sour for a second. So, could the NHL not do a better job with how the post game zoom interviews look?
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously? I would honestly rather have Tosi just interview a guy one-on-one on camera. Well, I think we'd we get more out of him. Well, they put him up there. <laughs> they 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 put him up on this
1: on this grand stage. And I don't know whether somebody just has their computer turned around and they're using their camera on that to shoot the video, but it's always horrible. It's it's half blurry. It it looks – have they not heard of HD? Like, what's going on? And then it's just this massive backdrop of Stanley Cup playoffs, and then they're they're so far back, like they think that the players are going to get COVID from the camera or something. (laughs) And so they put these three players up there and there's these little minuscule guys up there and everybody dresses the same way to go in there. And they ask questions from the void, you do, and, and your ilk. And a lot of the questions, they, you can't, they can't understand them or, or they're really poor questions. Man, there's a lot of really poor questions in those post games. And, and then away they go. It just seems like it could be done much, much better than the way it's unfolding right now. And then the coach comes in. Poor poor Bones. Yesterday I'm watching the postgame. His, his hair looked like it was turning victory green. Maybe it was part of overtime. I don't know. And But the lighting had it all messed up in that. And I, I came away just going, it should be better. It should look better than that. It should it look should- better
0: it should also provide better content. And part of that's our fault. And part of that is the fault of one question to one person with four guys on the DS, Diaz, Diaz, yeah. whatever it's called. Like why- Alexander ran Radulov's up there having scored a game winning goal in overtime. He got one question. It was fine. The answer was fine. But then, you know, five writers are trying to write a Joe Pavelski story. So they, they're all hammering Joe Pavelski. And then you get nothing from Radulov. And then we get, you know, videos out in the morning where Radulov's throwing hats at Joe Kowalski and it's all fun and games. And, you know, I don't know. I like, know. It's, it's very after the fact. I know. It's a it's a hard way to do our jobs as journalists. And hopefully, it, you know, they get a re- resolution to the COVID-19 dollars. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, rah, 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 rah. Right. Here, hopefully they resolve the the, uh, all the diseases of the world and everybody can be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. That was a reach. <laughs> World, world. Oh, hold it. Okay. That was my complaint. Mike, do you have one yet? Uh, that, oh, uh, mine was similar in that regard. No, don't um, copy me. I, I mean, that's the one I have. That's one that I keep thinking of every single time I have to do this stuff. Um, you know, the other thing, I guess, I would I would like more conversation from the players. I mean, you know, we talked about this before. You have the opportunity to really show fans the game. And, and if you have to beep things out, beep things out. You know, I don't know what the process is. Uh, and then also, you know, different camera angles where they should experiment with. Things. I mean, you have yeah, the agree. opportunity to do something completely I different. I agree. So do it. I I I, I completely
1: agree. I, I thought they would. I thought they would do more in miking and you know what they probably have mics on guys he can talk to this it's and we'll see it all after the fact, but we are not going to be privy to it yeah. and uh you know and there's there's a lot of garbled language on the because it does get a little salty, and uh we do have kids watching, and i understand I understand that, but uh i I'm really upset at how they've covered the game with cameras. I really am it, it just feels like they've copped out and just covered the games like they've always covered the games. Which to me is unacceptable. You've got the entire re- arena to yourself. Think
0: better. Do do
1: better. Cover it hey, better.
0: Hey Tosi, can you get a broadcast quality microphone on a drone too for in-game usage? Yeah, yeah. No, not in-game a- like I I'm, I'm saying for like a celebration, goal celebration. Boom, what come a- on boom, down. Mike. Put it's a boom mic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just from the
1: sky. that's uh or like a a boxing like Bruce Buffer microphone just lowers yes, over yes. it us. It's on a string. <laughs> I course. love that idea. Could you love imagine it. though the visual if you had a drone with a a great big boom mic hanging on it? <laughs> that would just not following be good? The action. That would not be good. Uh JT, what do you got? What 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 are you mad at? What's wrong? I don't I don't have many complaints, but I'm hesitant to give my one because it's actually one that affects you guys worse than me. And I was going to say my one complaint was 8.30 p.m. back-to-back, but that's actually a 9.30 p.m. back-to-back for you guys. So it's kind of uh, I'm hesitant to provide that as my complaint. Oh, you, you mean the two games that were late? Yeah, the Thursday, Friday, 8.30, yeah. 45 starts. Yeah. It's just a long day. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think I drove home at like one. I, I think it was quarter after one, when I left yeah. Fox and I was driving home. I was like, this is a little weird. Uh, and then, in oh, both games, to, both yeah, games ended about quarter after twenty after twelve. I mean, that's late. You're right. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's a good complaint. What do you think is uh, better for viewership in the Metroplex? If we're going nine thirty p.m. or three thirty, like tomorrow. Or four thirty, I guess. Probably the late night. I don't have the yeah. numbers, but you get. I mean, doing it in the afternoon, it just. I. I don't think Tom. that works. By the time people Dr- catch up to it, it's over. Yeah, drive time uh, hockey. Yeah, I mean the people are driving. It's the end of the workday. The and, and unfortunately, because of this this virus. You can't have people knocking off work at three o'clock and heading somewhere to just gather and watch the game, True. because that that's not doable right now. It's just a weird time, man. That's why yeah, I think scheduling. maybe maybe the later one where people they're they're home, uh, they're finding they need something that that's on. I don't know if they hang in the whole time or not, but I, I think that would probably be better than than the afternoon during the week. Yeah, Mike.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I don't like that. I, I don't oh, you know. left? I thought you left there for a second. No, Here no, I was just okay. I'm, no, I'm no, actually no. waiting on a question that I wanted to ask you to bother you again. Oh God! <laughs> it was mostly for Toast. Okay. Uh, Toast, do you uh, do you get to see these emporiums pretty quickly? Uh, the Razor's Emporium? Yep,
1: they are yeah. sent directly to me post game. I'm, and I'm actually the first person to see it besides Razors.
0: When you're watching them, what do you think? Oh, I have to say this past one was one of the best
1: we've had in a while. It's, it's been a while since we've had fully in like win excitement, riding the high of the game emporium and the jazz and everything. It was great. That was the
0: top, top notch emporium. And then do you go back and watch them, Razor? Do you criticize yourself? Do you look at things? Do you change your camera angle? Me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll, I, I do it. I look and see how long it was. And sometimes – I'm like, Hey, two minutes, 58 seconds. That's bang on. We're trying to keep it under three under two is impossible. I've tried that before. This one went a little longer. And then I find the way I send it to Totsi and then I, I attach it and I put a slug in there as to what it is. And that's the end of it. It's over for me. I move on.
0: You don't even watch it in the morning or anything? I
1: did it. Why do I need to watch it?
0: That's true. You're pretty good. This one reminded me of uh Hitch uh always <laughs> saying if the if the Emporium wasn't up early enough he would <laughs> text you, Where's my Emporium? Well this
1: I know, he used to he, yeah, he was always into it. I haven't heard from him saying any of that anymore. He's, out, uh, he's, he's up
0: out, he's watching every single <laughs> I don't know. He's too busy right. to watching
1: hockey, coaching everything no, no. in the bubble. Bitch uh, is a fan of the Emporium. Definitely. Yeah, I know. Oh, fortnight. keeping up! My God, another two on one. Good night, Arizona. The uh, the the reason I I retweeted this one though was that I was very proud of my Astros at bat line, <laughs> and <laughs> that, that was that, so good. That was the only reason because I was like Razor made a funny. Let let's retweet that one so i got it. I got it back out there that that's it. I had a question for Tosi and i I don't know how much you've heard. I'm sure you have from the players how are How is the ice holding up? uh that's another thing that yeah, I've actually been talking to guys about that, and it that corresponds to your start time up for those so those eight thirty games are really tough not not good uh and then the one o'clock like we played yesterday is really good. So it just depends what time of day you're getting, and then how I guess the ga- how the game is before you went. Whether yeah. there was that's, overtimes and all that. That's a good I heard, I, I heard our two eight thirty games is about as tough as it gets. Yeah, I mean it was bouncing even yesterday. I saw it. Ask Alexander Radulov; it never sits flat for him. Right. Yeah. right.
0: Uh,
1: he needs it up in the air in order to score. But uh, I, I I just watch some of these games, and it's uh, you can see it uh, with your Oh, naked eyes from three thousand miles away that it they're having a tough time handling. Uh that puck and you're right, it is always the, the later games where it, it seems to be uh lacrosse balling around it a little more. So look at that. That's inside the bubble there, Mike <laughs> <But> Haika. <that's laughs> We've got report. our
0: man in there.
1: Correspondent. Yeah, we we don't need to talk to players or coaches. We've yeah. got totes. Uh so where are we at here? Totes, what are you eating? Yeah, what am I there? Do
0: they get uh, DoorDash?
1: Yeah, there is a DoorDash Uber Eats delivery zone, so I've been using that. Um, Mike, this is where we lose our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) This is is where the outro music just fades. This is where
0: the uh, long list of uh, coat suitors are are writing all this stuff down. This is every week. We're
1: just about ready to call it a (laughs) a show, and all of a sudden, Mike's like the lonely. dot-com guy that
0: is just like wants to talk a little more about things huh i think it's been some of the best parts of our podcast (laughs) my
1: assessment of it they have you know i'm just kidding (laughs) joshing you you know that uh should we close up shop then you got things to do you've got shingles to overcome i do tootsie's got a whatever else Maverick says in the bubble South oh ball tonight, oh my gosh yes. this is this is Luca's debut right playoff debut this is Luca's playoff debut against the Clippers
0: Very oh, cool that's actually a really good story. like the n b a is ready to watch this oh game. God, here we go mike okay <laughs> what what do you got on that, Mike,
1: before we go to- well uh, uh Who are uh, you yeah. are you turning into Peter Vesey for us now, or mm-hmm. what's the deal?
0: The Mavericks have been very inconsistent, uh they haven't been very disciplined, they haven't been able to close out games and the Clippers might be the uh favorite to win the NBA championship. But Luca Luca might be able to change all that. So this is a real underdog
1: on. is this an underdog story that you're you're beginning to write for us, Mike? Yes. Okay. Good night. You know <laughs> all right. We'll be uh we'll be potting or is it potting or casting? What do they call it? The kids. Um, I casting. I guess is it? Yeah. No, I'm not sure. I'll get back to you. Well, there's broadcasting, broadcasting, there's telecasting, there's podcasting. So I, I would think we're we're potting. We're, we're p casting. <laughs> we're going oh, okay. with that for now. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll do it from round two next week. Would would that be
0: stars abs? Yeah, I think if they advance, they have to play the – and unless the Avalanche lose somehow.
1: They are not losing. No, Or if it's Vegas
0: loses, I guess they,
1: Colorado jump they, up in the number one seat. They ain't losing. Yeah, that's think, true. That's true. I don't think we'll Vegas think, or Colorado you know what? You know what, Mike? We're going to play it by year. How's that? It's a Let's good
0: news.
1: Till then, uh, we'll do uh, just our initials. I'm DR, 4MH, and JT – we should be known as the multitaskers because that's what we do. Do we not? Oh, I think so. Four-one power play goal. Yeah, we're we're multitaskers. Titans of the art of doing twice as much as you should, half as well as you could.
0: See ya. So